Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Oh, Toby, um, I absolutely loved this weekend of rugby. Good. I'm really glad. I'm really pleased. I'm, Here's I'm me. happy for you. Here's me getting all excited, and then I'm over to you, and you sound as flat, flat as a pancake, mate. Flat as a tack. Um, okay. I loved it. I loved it because I watched rugby on Friday morning. Okay. Yep. I watched rugby on Friday night. I watched rugby on Saturday morning. I watched rugby on Saturday night. And then I watched rugby on Sunday. So it was literally like game after game Full. after game. And it, I would say I watch the 35-minute highlights that Stan Sport do. And it's just uh-huh. so good because in an hour and a half, you've watched the three games of the Six Nations. Now, I did watch... Uh, England play Scotland live, but all the others watch these extended highlights. And it was absolutely fantastic. So Stan Sports, loving your work. Good. That's what we like to hear. So what was your, uh, if you picked a game um, that you could replay over and over and over again, what game would it be? From this weekend? Yeah. I only watched one. I could only watch one. You obviously watched Scotland game. Yeah, what a great game though, wasn't it? Yeah, very. It good was game. an absolute <clears throat> classic. Um, yep. I think when you were watching that game, did at any point did you feel that England were going to be able to mount a comeback? Uh, not a comeback, but when they got out to ten nil, I was like, "Oh God, Scotland, come on!" I've made a I've made a her of a decision on Super Brew. <laughs> <laughs> they did score uh, a really nice try, though, didn't they? 
oh, like well worked. That was a well worked set piece move. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I want and they looked of England of old with stuff like that. Mm. Um, I am going to talk more about that in, in, in detail later, but I did want us to go um, and move on. So I wanted us to do what's up, what's up on the WhatsApp. Okay, so what's up um, on the WhatsApp? The the WhatsApp group has been, you know what? It's been a little bit too nice. Okay, and what I mean by that is, I'm watching Crusaders play the Chiefs. Okay. And the Crusaders go down to the Chiefs. And what I was looking forward to was the Razzler, the Dazzler, hopping on the WhatsApp group Mm. and trying to rip me a new one. Okay? And he didn't do it. He's obviously not well endowed enough to rip you a new one. Um, And neither am I. That's why I didn't do it. Um, But but you're right. There was no sort of... In your face, you know, Warren. Cheap shots. Yeah, I'm all up for a cheap shot because I tell you what, if the boot was on the other foot, I'm all over it. So yeah, you are that guy, aren't you? Don't you? If you've been on the WhatsApp group, don't go, go don't go easy on me. Right? I don't want you to do that. It just makes it more interesting later when we hear make a stunning comeback, and then I'm going to be the one, uh, you know, dishing it out. That's all I've got to say. Well, we'll see. We'll see. The Crusaders might not win a game. Um, yes, my, my my one of my worries, but we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, now we do need to mention that there is the Super Round this weekend, and the Razzler, the Dazzler, uh, has been organising the event. So, if you would like to go to the pre-match or post-match uh, entertainment, can you please message us? Uh, on either Facebook, WhatsApp, or whatever, um, or email us, and I'll give your details over to the Razzler, the Dazzler, to help organise that. I rate that. I really rate that. It's cool, isn't it? I wish I could join in. Um, well, if you want to fly over, mate, you're more than welcome. Um, well, if if the time is right, we could do like a video call. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Be... Just like you know, ten minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I have to. I'd have to work that out because I mean, it's obviously over three days. So um, you yeah. Know. So, well, depending on when they when they're together, are meeting group, up. Yeah. Hey, um, can I go back to that WhatsApp group? The only person, the only person who put in the low blow was actually you, hmm. and you said this. I enjoyed England losing and the Crusaders. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, I, yeah. so maybe I am well endowed enough. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew this little codger? <laughs> Doesn't take much, mate. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Uh, okay. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. So it was super brew, mate. And I have to say, if it wasn't for my crusaders letting me down, uh, I would have been pretty decent, but do you want to go yeah. over our runners and riders for both? Yes. I mean, it's it is also the Six Nations and. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Six Nations first. Okay. <laughs> so we're only doing the top for now, anyway. Um, wait. And, and obviously us. Okay. And then us, obviously, obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> in number one spot, 
is is Grandma Slayer. Oh yes, Grandma Slayer. <laughs> Love the name. Love the name. <laughs> we've all been there, haven't we? We've all been there. Yeah. Um, then we've got uh, Chill Hoose. Yep. Bulldog. Yep. And Tareno, I think. I've probably absolutely gave, given that a hash. Tareno 15. No doubt. No doubt. Then, no doubt. No doubt. Then Toby, oh. the Tobinator, went up 14 places. Wow. Good on you. Hey, where did you. I go? Where did I go? Uh, I, I'm at 28th. I'm 26th equal. Yeah. And Damien, you are... Co- oh, Damo316, you went up yes. one place on seven <laughs> points. You're 60th. Well, you're 58th equal. <laughs> one place. Yeah. I thought I had, <laughs> I had a good weekend. <laughs> oh, no, my God. Obviously not. Now we're going... Um, Super Rugby. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we've got Sam Wise. Yeah. Sunshine Rio. Yeah. Daff. And Daffers. Yippee Try Yay. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, <laughs> real good. Uh, Tobinator is in 10th. Oh, good start for you, eh? Thank you. Uh, and and then Damo <laughs> is 46th. <laughs> I tell you, it hurts me. Hey, that hurts me. I, I, um, I would have got them lucky. all correct as well. If I had, a, if the Crusaders had a one, I would have been got every everything correct. Well, that that was my round. Yeah, I got all of them correct. So that means I got the, I got the Grand Slam. Oh, how much is the Grand Slam worth? Two points. Ooh, like that. Like that, yeah. Well done. Well, congratulations, mate. You're beating me in Thank both. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you know what you've done. I, I, I reckon you go on the betting sites, though. Do you know what I mean? This is not. It's not Why purely that. your choices, is it? Do you know what I mean? I, I just don't buy it. Do you, Do you know what I really don't like? You have no faith. No, I no faith in me. I, and I'm disappointed. I, I the only thing that's the only way I sleep at night is to is to make myself feel better. Lie on my chest and because, play with your hair. Because <laughs> because, <laughs> because I can go to bed thinking, well, okay, if he wants to cheat, if he wants to be that guy, then he could be that guy. All right, but I, I'm no, okay. I'm pure. This is like you, you know, juicing. It's like you're you're a, a uh, an Olympic sprinter that juices. I might come fifty fourth, mate, but I'm a non juicer. All right, that's the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, but no one looks at you, eh? <laughs> now, okay, red light, green light. Oh, yeah. red light, you disagree. Green light, you agree with. Okay, okay. red light, green light. Looking at betting sites for Superbrew. Red light. Oh, definitely not. You don't, yeah. you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh. Yeah, but it tells you at the bottom who's the favourite anyway of Super Brew. Not, not with me. Oh, does it doesn't it not? tell me. No. I You're obviously paid. not good enough. 
Yeah, mate. See, this, the, see, you've almost, you've actually admitted it. Not almost admitted it. You've admitted that I you haven't used, admitted anything. You have. You said red light, green light, and then when I said yeah. to you, red light, you were like, "Oh, dude, come on, it tells you anyway." Basically, that's what I'm here for. Red light, I'm here to light. dispute what you say. We never agree, and if we do, something's wrong. It's a rarity if we agree. All right, mate. Um, so you need to get a grip. Listen, if you want to play yep, like that, you play like that, all right? All right, let's yeah. just get on with it. All I've got to say is it obviously works. So, yeah, <laughs> I need to start doing it too. Okay, mate, it's time for breaking news. Yes, proudly supported by our Patreon members. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very all. much for being a Patreon member. Just remember, if you want to become yes. a Patreon member, the link's below. And if you do, mm. you can become part of the WhatsApp group. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and actually, um, yeah. really good topics have come through. One of those we're gonna we're gonna cover. Yes, we are in our extra podcast for this week. Yes, which will come out on a Saturday morning. Yes, we are. So, mate, what's your first uh, breaking news segment? Um, my first breaking news segment is where is it? Oh, oh, yes. Um, it's just, just a small one, and it's more just like touching base, but. Christian Wade went to yes. NFL, came yes. back, yep. is, is the favorite to fill Reese Zimmett's spot at Gloucester, who has, as we've said previously on this podcast, has gone over to try and get into the NFL. So it's it's just a, a trade, straight swap. I mean, I'd like to see Christian Wade back in the premiership playing on a weekly basis. Because I think... Oh, he was... How good was he, he, though? Well, you know, he was pretty good, wasn't he? And Yeah. I think, unfortunately... I think, unfortunately for him, he left at the wrong time. He should have gone earlier and then come back um, a bit earlier to make... You know, because he still could have been in and around that England team. But it would be nice to see him play. I'd like to see him play well, and I'd like to see him... You know, uh, showing everyone that he could have played England for for many years to come. So yeah, my mate, my my first story is this: nothing scarier. Tua Langi back to do special things versus Ireland. Yes. What I are your thoughts that. on that? Is it too much? Ireland are too good. I think this sums up England. That that's all they've got now. All they've got is to wheel out a 32-year-old broken-down midfielder who has proven over the last three seasons that he's a shadow of a former self and play him when he hasn't played for, I think, 11 weeks. Really? It's not like he's been playing for his club and proven his fitness. He has not played a competitive game of rugby for 11 or 12 weeks. And England are just rolling him back in. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind so much That's if he was actually on fire. But he, he, I mean, how are you going to play a game against the world's best team? And I think we can all probably say that Ireland is that team at the moment. Yeah. Your first game back. Yeah. Against the cracking midfield, you know, uh, duo at the moment. I mean, it's just crazy, isn't well, it? One of the best. Yeah. I mean, ring rows. And Aki Bundy. Yeah. I mean, two absolute class midfielders. Yeah. 
and go on, go on to Alangi, go in there and and try and go through them. Good luck. Yeah, I don't. Good. I don't get it. No. I don't, uh, it, the thing is, is like they're just chopping and changing now, aren't they? You yeah, know, they're, they're panicking, aren't they? They're panicking Lawrence, after after the, the loss to Scotland. Yeah, definitely. Very poor, mate. What's definitely. your next story? Right. My next one, uh, Dupont. Yes. Magic, not enough in his first sevens tournament. So I actually watched some highlights of him playing. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you were to watch unbe- some of the highlights when he came on, he was quick. He was strong. Yeah. Good on his feet. You know, when I mean strong, he was, you know, powerful fiend. Broke yeah. tackles. Oof. Was it was it like the old days when um, the fifteen aside players just come back into the sevens and sort of it was men versus boys, or did he look did he look out of place at times? I didn't see enough, but from what I saw, he scored some good tries, uh, set up some good tries defensively. He was okay. I think that was probably yeah. the biggest sort of area was defensively just didn't necessarily know where to go what to do sevens wise if that makes sense because what's interesting me is that michael hooper hasn't really like broken into the aussie team has he so you've got dupont on one hand who's come in playing already and then you've got michael hooper who hasn't really got stuck in yet yeah um, yeah, that yeah. Is that because he's not quite quick enough? You know, all of these sevens boys, they Potentially, are. Potentially, yeah. Lightning. Yeah. Interesting. I always they thought that Hoops was them. quite quick. Yeah, so, but he's more of like a forward, isn't he, in, in sevens? Yeah. You don't need, they just fit as fiddles. And actually, also, all the forwards are quite tall, aren't they? You know, traditionally. Yeah. So, you know, you've got three athletic, yeah, he's quite very sh- tall. Short. And, he's, and he's short, yeah. He's short. Uh, mate, my next story is, um, is New Zealand in danger of giving trade secrets to main rivals? So what we're talking about is, and we mentioned it last week, is Tony Brown and um, Joe Smith obviously going to our two biggest competitors. And I don't mean that Australia is our... Um, you know, we're, we're in, in danger of potentially losing to Australia. Of course we are. But my mm. point being is they are, you know, traditionally our biggest rivals would be Australia yeah. and South Africa. And some yeah. of our best coaches are going over there. Um, we mentioned it last week. Obviously, the rest of the world is caught up, uh, including the, the media. But I'm, I do worry. I do worry about now... Well, on the flip side of the coin, will they bring that information back to New Zealand? And I know that when Steve Hansen worked with Australia last year with Eddie Jones, you know, he fed back what was going on with Australia. So it's a, it's a two-way street, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if Tony Brown does two years with South Africa and then comes back to New Zealand for the World Cup or Joe Smith. You know, he is doing two years with Australia. Will he then come back for the World Cup, which would be absolutely amazing, mate? Um, 
Uh, I've just got one more story, okay? One more story. I know we should only do two, but I wanted to share this one with you because over the weekend, one of the things that caught my eye was the Highlanders, okay? And in particular, their number 10, which I wasn't aware of until watching the game, was a guy called Reese Patchell. Now, Reese Patchell is an ex-Welsh player. Oh, wow. And I thought on the weekend he was absolutely superb. So he is your traditional uh, distributor. So he's not a running team. Yeah. But he can run. He can run. But he's more of a, you know, lets his back line go. I like that. He's got a very good boot. And I thought, excellent, excellent signing. So I thought to myself, I've heard heard of him before watched him play and the story was on why why he was coming to New Zealand to play okay and he'd been cut by his his offsprays because obviously Welsh rugby is struggling financially they've had to offload a whole yep. load of players and um as soon apparently he said as soon as it came over his desk he was like I want to go I want to go and play yeah. I've always wanted to go and play super rugby this cool. is my moment to go and play. Yeah. Um, How old is he? He is 30 years old. Okay. So this could, and when we look at, um, when we look at Wales, here's an example of someone who could go and spend two years in, in New Zealand and re restart his international career. Yeah. Because to me, he looked everything like an international team. Did he? Yes. Wow. So good on That's him. That's good, I thought, isn't it? That's yeah. really good. I like I like it when the Highlanders do well. Oh, I love it when they do well. Love it when they do well. And um I you know, watching them on the weekend, they've got a good back line and a decent forward pack. I'm not sure how they'll last the season, but Do they have depth? No, I don't thing. think I don't think they've got depth. But what they do have is they've got a, you know, they found a fullback. Yeah. Um, they've replaced even, Scott Gregory. <laughs> uh, Meekins. I uh, can't remember. He's, he's got like he's got a complicated name, mate. <laughs> complicated uh, moly name, and uh, they found a fullback who's who's real good. They've got a a good midfield, uh, and a decent set of of wingers. And and obviously they've got um, Fakatava at nine, and yeah. Reese Reese Patchola at at ten. And I think as long as they stay healthy, you know, happy days. They'll they'll do pretty they'll do pretty well this year. Now I think they'll beat the Aussie teams, and I think they could upset one or two New Zealand teams. But at home, yeah, it would need to be at home type thing. So. They're in the the outside bet for a playoff spot, is what I'm going to say. That's good, but it's really nice to see. It's still, it's nice to see that players like Reese Patchell still want to go and play Super Rugby. Yeah. They 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 think of it highly. Uh, they might not get the money, but they want the experience. Mate, what caught your eye over the weekend? Well, obviously the sort of the England Scotland game, England taking a bit of a flyer you know, at the start of the game, but then Scotland showing their resilience and showing actually how good they are. 
or how good they can be by just playing the long game. You know, they didn't get flustered like they potentially back in the day would have done. Um, you know, they, they stuck to their guns. They stuck to the process and won the game in the end, really. You know, I don't think England particularly played very well. Um, I think I think England are very lost. And I, I, I listened to the um, Borthwick speak after the game and he he wasn't speaking like he was that bothered. You know, he was sort of like, oh, yeah, you know, we lost, um, but we've just got to remember the process that we're going through and um, we're rebuilding and things like that. Yet, Steve, you're rebuilding, but yet you're bringing in Manu Tuilangi. Oh, you're do you not know what? rebuilding. And I've heard this on a number, of other, a number of other podcasts and, and uh, they hit the nail on top of the head. And this is this, well, how are you rebuilding? Because you look at your team. All right, where where are the new players coming through? Where are they? Because the names on the team sheet are the same names that have been on the team sheet in and around there for the past four years. Yeah. You know, where are the new players coming through? Now, arguably they could say, Wow, we've got one or two that are on the bench. But your your main line your main starting lineup have been available for like four years. Yeah, so rebuilding, you're absolutely right. Where where are the young kids coming through? They're not there. There's like a couple. There was that. Was it the fullback or the winger or something like that? Maybe both. Uh, yeah, that to be fair. Yeah. You. Yeah. And I think um, he scored the try, didn't he? Yeah. He scored their first try. But then... Yeah, the, North, the think... Northampton fullback and I think the Northampton winger are yeah. relatively new to the squad. Yes. I think it's yeah, Furbank then, at 15. Furbank, uh, he, 15, he, that's He's right. been around. He's been around for a while. He has been around for a while, but anyway. He wasn't a young player. No. Uh, he did that, that, that try they scored was delicious, though. Oh, it was really good. Mm. But, you know, I think the, the problem for me and the problem for England is that they can't score any tries. You know, they scored one at the very start, and then they scored one you know, after an hour. Yeah. And it was kind of like, well, it wasn't very exciting. They didn't just... No. They didn't look like scoring. Uh, okay, so, so to me, to sum this game up, Scotland were great. Yeah. Uh, they, they continued to play up until this point that had one good half, and then they'd stop playing. They played all game. Uh, Finn Russell was just on fire. He kicked every goal. Um, yeah. He set up every yeah, play outside a, him. It was a kicking masterclass for him, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, England were, were, were creaky. Um, they showed that they could at times. The one big thing for me is, right, is Owen Farrell is not here, okay? He's no longer stifling the attack. But when Ford used to come on in replace of Owen Farrell, he used to take the ball to the line. He used to keep people interested and he was playing a, a, a nice running form of rugby. Whereas yeah. apart from that try, that was absolutely fantastic and delicious, and, and I could watch it all day long, he doesn't take the ball to the line anymore. No. So is that an England coaching thing? You know, let, let the boys play. Let them run with the ball. Let, let, 
let the ball go. Yeah. You know, you got you got a good back line um, to work with. It just showed, didn't it, that, you know, they can be really dangerous when they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, their forwards, Sam Underhill was good. I thought he played pretty well, got a few yeah. turnovers, but that's me scraping the barrel, you know. It's kind of like, well... Yeah, know. there's not there's not a lot there's not a lot there to, to go over if you're English and say um you know, really good. But Van der Merver, oh, oh he is fast, eh? Like I he's underestimated how great. fast he is. That yeah, that try great. that he scored where he went round uh, the player yeah, on the underhill. outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um he just looked so fast and then he yeah. skinned the back three. Oh, it was excellent. Um so I thought they were really good. Mate, um, one thing that really caught my eye was the skill level of Super Rugby is so much higher than yeah. the Six Nations. Now, is that partly because of the weather? Is that, you know, in the Six uh, Super Rugby, you know, but we're talking about the Australian teams. We're talking about the Fijian team. We're talking about all the teams, the number of offloads, the number of um, of quality, quality tries that have been scored at Super Rugby level far and and very impressively outperforms the Six Nations. Because, you know, you look at that uh, England team and they're dropping balls, falconing, you know, ball oh, around no, the boot laces. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, it's ugly. Um, the other thing is, there's not a bad New Zealand team. So I thought the the Chiefs were going to be um, up there, up front. And then as the, it's got closer, I thought the Blues and the Chiefs, watching the games on the weekend, Wellington went to Perth, a traditionally very difficult place to go and play rugby, and dominated. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read you something that we've had from um, a supporter on on the Facebook. Okay, and it's kind of a question, kind of a question discussion point. Why is no one talking about the Hurricanes as potential Mm. winners of Super Rugby? Yeah. Just have a look across their team. Other than losing Sevilla, they've pretty much been consistent in their squad, you know, which equals cohesion. Yeah. Splattered with All Blacks and other internationals, Māori, All Blacks, Brad Shields, under 20 All Blacks, and then getting TJ back, I think it is a real possibility. I, I have to say, fan. watching them. Watching, watching them on the weekend, I, I agree with them. I think they've they've got a very balanced side, very balanced side, and they were very cohesive. They really, really knew exactly what everyone was doing. Ruben yeah. Love at fifteen was really nice as well. So, a young guy that's been around for the last couple of years. Oh, I tell you what. Um, he cut some lines and he had a lovely step and he looked really sharp as well. So that was good to see. Yeah, so we've been talking about the Blues and the Chiefs. Yeah. So but you, you look know, at that and you go, hurricanes? Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes, Crusaders and the Highlanders. They're all much – like the Highlanders are no longer um, – The donkeys. You know, the donkeys. Italy's. They've got a good side. They're no, no Scott Gregory. Okay. Well, speaking of Italy, yeah, they drew, didn't they? They did, and they should have won it, mate. They, they should have won, won it. it. Oh, France I've were got really a, um, poor. Hey, France were really poor. 
really poor. They've fallen off a cliff. But can I... I'm just going to play something. Okay. I'm going to find it for a start. Um, oh, hang on. You keep talking. I'm going to try and find it first. Um, so the only other thing I've got here is uh, Island Roll On. Oh, my God. They were good on the weekend again. And they just are an absolute machine. Are they an unstoppable machine? The answer is they will beat England comfortably on the weekend and then they'll go home to play Scotland and Ireland and they'll beat them too and they'll have the Grand Slam and the Six Nations and I think they'll do the Six Nations two years in a row, which is very impressive. Right. Are we ready? I'm ready, mate, yeah. Okay. Here we go. At the final penalty in the Six Nations match between France and Italy, firstly, some law. The kicker has 60 seconds to take a penalty. He can do whatever he wants in those 60 seconds. If the ball falls over, he can replace it. The time doesn't restart, though. The other team must stand 10 metres back from the mark, have their hands at their sides. They cannot shout, they must not move, and so, crucially, they cannot charge. If they infringe in any way and the kick is missed, a new penalty is awarded 10 metres in front of the previous mark. In this instance, the ball falls over and the player can replace it, limited to the already running shot clock. But a player charges while he is replacing it and passes the 10-metre offside line. That puts unnecessary and illegal pressure on the kicker. When the kick happens, another little charge occurs and a few players don't keep their hands at their sides or stay still. All of this is technically illegal and puts more pressure on the kicker, who is already rushing his kick. You might feel that a fair outcome for this was a restart of the shot clock because there were minor interferences. But overall, France made several technical infringements at what is supposed to be a clean, uninterrupted opportunity for the kicker. So the technically correct outcome was a new penalty, 10 metres in front of the original mark, which would come with a new 60 seconds. So if you didn't see the game, uh, it was 80, 81st minute, I think, 82nd minute, and... Italy have a penalty in a pretty good position. Um, ball falls off the tee as he's about to kick it. Um, the French people take a few steps forward um, and then he gets flustered and takes a quick kick. But that's well explained. I, I agree. I don't understand why the referee at the time didn't just ask for clarification on that. Because it, it, when I was watching it, I was like, well, it's clear that they've come forward. It's clear that they've charged down. Yeah. It's clear that they have done that twice. Uh, I just didn't know the rule well enough. But it's, yeah. not my, it's not my job to know the rule well enough. No, it's not. Um, it's, it's the referee's job. And he should have said, that's illegal and it needs to be retaken. Now, I'm not naive to say they were in France <laughs> um, under the roof. And I'm yeah. sure it can't be a particularly nice place for the referee to even give a penalty at that time. So no, that's right. You know, he was under a lot of pressure, but it yeah. was it was a bit of a shame because France was so bad they deserved to lose. That's what I would say. And they got another red card. And they got another red card. Yeah. Yeah. And they got another red card. Um, okay, uh, we've got a listener's question. Okay. And this is from the Razzler, the Dazzler. I'm thinking the burning question for the NZR would be why won't Smith 
or Brown work with Razor? You brought that up a couple of weeks ago. After that, after the 2019, Razor couldn't get Smith or Brown or Smith on his ticket in a bid to become AB's head coach. Are they jealous of his success? Has there been uh, pompous? Has he been pompous during his reign at the top of the Crusaders? Is he too much of a dictator with the staff as opposed to a collaborator? Is it simply personality clash issue? If this ABs are not the raging juggernauts that the New Zealand public are expecting, then how does the NZR fix this? Okay. Very, very good question from the Razzler, the Dazzler. I mean, Always what are your thoughts? Question. I don't know. <laughs> um, something has to change. What that is, who knows? I mean, I can't put my finger on it. I've not heard of no. any stories of anyone that's worked with Razor that said he's a dickhead. Well, actually, I take that back. Nothing has to change. Nothing has to change at all. I think... I think you've got to look at the people that have gone elsewhere. You look at Tony Brown. I don't think Tony Brown yet is a head coach. He was at Japan. Okay, he was at the Highlanders. And I think him as a person wants a head coaching role. But he hasn't taken a head coaching role. He's taken an assistant coaching role with South Africa. Correct. Yes, so... I don't think he would get a head coaching role. There are no jobs going. But my, but I think Razzler Dazzler's point being is why why has Razzler Dazzler, I'm sorry, why has Razor struggled with his assistant coaches? Because you look at his assistant coaches and you'd say his weakness is his assistant coaches. He should have access to the world's best coaches if they're New Zealanders. And some of the world's best coaches are guys like Jamie Joseph, Tony Brown, Joe Smith, okay? And, and for, for one reason or another, they're not interested in coaching with him. Well, maybe they just don't want to. Well, obviously they don't want to. But like, or, as in maybe they don't want to coach with him because they want other challenges. Yeah, maybe. You know, I Joe just Smith, think it is odd. It Australia is, odd. is the biggest challenge. I get that, actually. You know, I do get that. I think if you want a challenge, go to Australia and try and turn those that 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 Correct. team around. And then there's no greater challenge in world rugby. Tony Brown, if Tony Brown and if South Africa keep succeeding, as it looks like they probably will, Tony Brown will get a head coaching role just like that after a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I I, I do worry. I do worry. I worry that I don't worry that raises a knob because um I know people that know him and and he's definitely he's definitely not like that. But mm. I do think possibly Razzle does hit on the top there. of here, which is are they just jealous because he's he's gone to you know no one likes the Crusaders. No one likes the Crusaders, do they? No. Everyone loves to beat the Crusaders, and Razor has been unbelievably successful with that that dynasty and he is part of that environment so do they just have a dislike for anything crusaders i do think it's a bit odd that they wouldn't want to work with them maybe it's down to the money as well you've got to remember you know maybe it's down to the fact that are the new zealand coaches well paid 
it would be a real shame if that wasn't the case. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not very well paid, are they? No. No. Um, so, yeah, very good. I, I I think we haven't really touched on the Aussie games either, but, you know, obviously, are they because they're one-sided? The Reds, you know, comprehensively bet the Waratahs, um, the Force lost to the, to the uh, Hurricanes, and the Rebels never, I mean, never looked like beating the Brumbies. And, you know, they, they really tried to get a decent crowd and, and literally 5,000 people, I think, turned up to watch them. It was depressing. Oh, really? Mm. So things are not looking very good for them. Uh, mate, uh, time to finish off the show. Yes. You have a higher or lower for me. Indeed, I do. It shouldn't take too long, yeah? But okay. are you ready for this? Well, I'm going to try and bring up the media board here with the with the yes and no sounds, okay? Let me just um, see if I can do it. Okay, that Works. one's working. Well, okay. Uh, away you go. Okay. So, higher or lower, all right, I'm going the first... Th- sorry, the first four games in competitions. Okay. Right. First four games in competitions. So what I mean by the first four games is scoring-wise. Okay. So points accumulative over the yeah. first four games of that competition. Okay. Good. Okay. So I'm going to start – I'm going to give you the benchmark. Okay. Super Rugby. Yep. After the first four games – there was 197 points scored. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's super rugby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to the France league now. Lower. You're wrong. What? Yep. They were two points after the first four games. Unbelievable. I know. So that was 199. Okay. Now we go to the Japanese league. Oh crikey! I think they're hi- I think they're higher. Correct. Two hundred and seven points. Of so it's all very are. close. All yes. very close. Okay, then we're looking at the English Premiership for the women. Oh, for the women! For the women, how am I supposed yeah. to know that? <laughs> it's a general guess. I'm going to say higher. You're wrong. Ah. Hundred and ninety three, so very close. Okay. Okay, okay. Yep. Okay, then we're looking at championship rugby. So there was no premiership rugby. So we're looking at the second tier of English rugby. Higher okay. or lower than hundred and ninety-three. I'm gonna say lower. You're wrong. Oh my god. Forty six. Uh, your quizzes are so bad. Can I just say, absolute shocking. Just because you're not doing very well. Can you tell I'm a poor loser? Mm. And then we're going to the Kenya Cup. Oh, the Kenya Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the Kenya Cup. Oh, God. Higher. Lower. Oh, higher. You're wrong. Higher. 215. <laughs> I've got one more for you. <laughs> the Georgian League. 
Uh, it's going to be lower. Than two for lower. They, they're going to like the Bosch you, too much, mate. You're wrong. Oh, my God. Two six points in their first four games of the competition. Where do you get this stuff from? I mean, this is just it's ridiculous. Absolute isn't it? dribble. Mm. Just because you you got what one right? Yeah, well well done. I think I got two right, didn't I? Two right. Maybe I'm pushing that a little bit too much. I think it is one. <laughs> it was one. It was one. Well, there you go. I feel really good about myself. Especially last week on our extra podcast, I got half of those wrong as well. Yeah, that was dross. Anyway, mate, what can people do to support us? They can like, share, subscribe. Um, they can five-star review us, can't they? Email yes, and please. message. Yes, please. All of the above. Absolutely. Mate, love doing the show with you. Until next week. See you later. <laughs> Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today! At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.